<sighs> yes, yes, welcome, hello, hello there, yes, yes, that's right, you're here, you're here and it's me, yes, yeah, that's right, you're, you're Linda James, your internet acquaintance, uh-huh, uh-huh, from, that's right, from the internet, yes, welcome, welcome to the show, welcome to the show, Oh, it's so good to talk to you. How's everything been? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, wow, okay, great, great. Didn't expect to hear all that, but, you know, here we are. Um, so, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I've been up to, you know, on this episode, because that's what we do here. That's what we do here. This is like, um... If you're new, this is like a long voicemail from your internet acquaintance, you know. We're not talking about anything in particular, uh, just, you know, shooting, shooting, shooting the stuff, you know, shooting the stuff. Um, um, I have really nothing to say. I'm going to talk about movies, quite frankly, that I've watched recently because... I have just been laid out, laying down, and, uh, you know... Uh, taking my time, taking my time. Um, before we begin, it is imperative to say on this an entertainment show, uh, Black Lives Matter. Respect trans people. Trans rights are human rights. Uh, support the Asian American and Pacific Islands community. Abolish the police. Abolish ICE. Abolish prisons while we're here. You know, do something anti-racist. It's a shit show out there. You know, do do make an act of anti-racism. Um, call your senators. Call your representatives. Call your city council. Make your voice heard. Apply pressure to make the world a better place um i'll tell you that i recently did um the um bystander intervention training with ihollaback.org and they asked us to tell five people about the training so lo and behold i have five listeners and so i'm telling you guys that uh, they have a lot of different options to choose from. That's ihollaback.org, I-H-O-L-L-A-B-A-C-K.org. And they are going to um, guide you on any number of sort of uh, bystander interventions. They have ones geared for the... for. Uh, harassment of the AAPI community. I did one recently that was um, about uh, law enforcement uh, again, and uh, police brutality a against um, black Americans. And they have some that are just in general street harassment, geared towards street harassment against women. And there are just, it's a great resource. It's a great organization. And I urge you to sign up for one of their internet Zoom um, what, what would you say? What would you call it? Um, presentations, I suppose. A presentation. Uh, they're about an hour long. It was super easy. Um, really informative. Great host. I highly recommend it. So, thanks for listening. 
Um, thanks for being here. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and yeah, let's settle in. Let's settle in. What do we have to talk about today? Well, you know, as I told you, I've been watching films, 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 movies, um, and I'm sort of going back and forth between um, spooky, scary, and uh, G-rated. <laughs> you know, that's where I live. More on the G-rated sides these days because, you know, I have anxiety. Um, but, you know, I will watch... I will watch serious, spooky, scary things, you know, just, just to switch it up sometimes. Um, and the first film that I have watched recently that we're going to talk about today is, that's right, the first, the OG princess of the Disney Corporation. Yes, you know her. You um, have no real feelings about her. Her name is Snow White. Yes, I watched Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I did. I did. I did for the first time in... Uh, I'm going to say that I haven't watched Snow White since I was about four years old. Four or five. So it's been about 30 years. Um, I saw Snow White in the theater in Florida when I was little. I lived in Florida until I was five. So I know that I saw Snow White before the age of six and I saw it in the movie theater for a re-release and with my mother's best friend and her children and um and you know my sister and my mother and I found it terrifying <laughs> Snow White is terrifying and my sister loved Dopey, I remember. So I always sort of like thought Dopey was like cute and cool because my sister liked him. And what I remember about that theater going experience is it was a small local theater in, you know, the Newport Ritchie area. And it's probably a Starbucks or something now. And my mom's friend's kids were like, you know, they, they were a little less controlled. And they um, uh, ran down to the screen and touched it at the end of the film. And I was like, is that, an, can we do that? Is that an option? Oh my God. And I did not get, uh, I started to go to uh, scurry my little legs that way to do so as well. And to which I was um, told no. And I said, oh, it's not an option. That is not for me. That is not something I can do. So um, I did not, I still to this day haven't touched a movie theater screen. <laughs> Have you? Have you? Is that an experience people have? Um, so, uh, first take ter Snow White Surfing as a child. So, I didn't really watch it again. We did not have it on VHS. We did not um, stand Snow White. So, all I really remember is... Um, the Actually, the biggest memory that I have of Snow White is when they re-released... Snow White out of the Disney vault for sale on VHS again in the 90s. And there was a commercial 
where they said, can you name all the seven dwarves? And it was like, you know, one of those commercials where people are interviewed, like coming out of a theater or something like Cats Now and Forever. I loved it. It was spectacular. I've never seen something so wonderful in my whole life. You know, one of those. So people are coming out of a theater that I can only imagine isn't playing Snow White. And they're being, they're actors and they're being asked to do this thing. And, um, they're like sleepy, happy, and then finally we get to some young person who says uh, sleepy, happy, grumpy, dopey, sneezy, bashful doc. And that has stuck with me for my entire life. Just, you know, I filed that away in case ever I was on a trivia show or um, on... Um, yeah, in case I was on Jeopardy, I suppose, and the final question was, aim all seven doors, and I would say, who is sleepy, happy, grumpy, dopey, sneezy, bashful, and doc? Um, so it stays with me. That stays with me. But other than that, I couldn't tell you a thing. So here, here we go. First of all, we've got, I've got, hold on, I've got to Google something. I've got to Google something. Okay, I've Googled, I've Googled, I've Googled, and I'd like you to know that Snow White, okay, takes place in Germany in the early 1500s during the Holy Roman Empire, okay? Um, and I wondered, you know, uh, how old is Snow White? Because she's just, she's just come into her beauty. You know, the, if you're not familiar with the story, bless you. Uh, the evil queen has taken over. I, I, Snow White's father is dead. You know, he married this evil witch. And, you know, who's stunning? Okay, stunning. And um, she's no longer the most stunning because Snow White has just blossomed. So Snow White turns out, sweetie, 14 years old. Um, and that led me to say, well, how old is this damn prince? The prince, okay. Okay, okay, we're going to let it slide. We're going to let it slide because, you know, early early 1500s <laughs> during the Holy Roman Empire, creepy times, creepy times. The prince is 31 in Snow White, supposedly, supposedly, supposedly. I don't think that's confirmed, but if you look it up, that's, that's, what, that's what she wrote. That's what they say. Snow White age. Let me just, Snow White prince, prince charming, okay, prince... Prince Creep might be more appropriate now that we know the truth about him. Snow White is thought to be 14 in the film, and the prince was 31. Okay. So, the, a problematic start to the, <laughs> to the legacy of the Disney princesses, you know, uh, appropriately enough. So, okay, we're moving on. We're glossing over, we're moving through, you know, like the 1500s. Also, like, Snow White was made when? What year did Snow White come out? 55? Snow White. Theatrical release. Okay, theatrical release was in... Oh, 1938. Okay, you know, also, you know, a creepy time, I'm sure. We're in a creepy time now, so creeps abound. Anyway, Snow White, gorgeous, 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 gorgeous kid. She's dreaming of a prince. This prince, you know, comes to the castle and is like, you know, look me up sometime. And uh, then Snow White, it's been, it's been two weeks since I watched this film. Something happens. 
Snow White's, you know, oh, here's what happens. Snow White's out picking flowers or something, getting water, doing her work. You know, the queen's making her do chores, basically. She's like, you gorgeous stepdaughter of mine, we're going to just keep you, we're going to try to make manual labor you into some blisters or something to, you know, get me looking good, uh, looking better again. Um, so she's out there doing her work. They send the huntsman, okay, to chop off her head. Bring me her head. This is the children's film. Go chop off, oh, cut out her heart. Bring me her heart. It's one of those. It's either chop off her head, bring me her heart. I'm sure the queen and Snow White, the evil queen, would prefer both. So she, he goes to do it, and she's, he's about to. And then he's like, you know what? You, 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 got, you got charisma uniqueness nerve and talent and snow white i'm gonna let it slide i can't do this to you that queen is evil we all know it and uh so i'm just you know you go run into the woods and you know don't come back here and i'm gonna cut the heart out of a pig and tell her i did it i got snow white so that transpires snow white runs through the woods which this is the scene that terrified me as a child the most um, because the trees, their branches become little fingers and they're grabbing at her. And you know it, she's twirling around. She's just a damsel in distress, if ever there was one. She's distressed. She is stressed and distressed. So, um, she finds her way through the woods. I had to grab some water. She finds her way through the woods, okay? She comes across this little house. Now, the animals are just all enamored with her. She's probably, she's, she's less distressed now that she's made it through the grabby part of the woods. And she is, um, she's, she's decided to, to, to do a breaking in that rake. She comes across this house, beautiful little cottage in the woods. These animals are following her, Okay. I don't know if she's got treats in her dress, in her pockets, or if it's just her beauty. But the animals follow Snow White through the woods and uh, come to this house. Snow White decides, anybody home? I'm coming in. <sighs> a little presumptuous, but you know, she's a kid and she's on her own in the woods. Her stepmother just tried to have her assassinated. I get it. I get it. I get it. Now, what I don't get is why she allowed every animal in the woods to enter the house with her. Like, close the door behind you, Snow White. There's birds, there's deers, there's rabbits. Everybody is just, just, just inside the house. The whole woods is inside the house. Uh, the house, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little, let's say it's a little uh, cluttered. It's a little, uh, it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's messy, okay? Some creative types live here, artists, apparently. And um, it's a little messy, it's a little messy. So she just um, takes it upon herself. You know, some, she's got some control issues. I can relate. I've gone to people's houses and cleaned myself, Snow White. And that's something that you should talk about with your therapist. Because it's not, you know, uh, you're going to have to work on your self-control issues and your control issues in general, okay? Um, um, normalized therapy, go to therapy. If I didn't say that at the top of the show as well, uh, you know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so Snow White, I recommend. I recommend you've been through some traumas recently, Snow White. And I too clean to rid myself of stress. But breaking and entering and cleaning is something that I haven't done. And um, 
and Snow White has. So, you know, maybe dig a little deeper inside yourself, Snow White, when you have the ability to. She cleans. She goes snooping around. She's like, oh, so there must be seven children who live here. Seven small children. She just lays across four of the beds like it's she owns a place to take a nap. She's like, I just, whatever, whoever, you know, like, this is also where I would not, like, I personally would have stayed up maybe or sat in a chair in the entryway and waited for the person to come home, not slept in four of their beds simultaneously. You know? So. But Snow White, you know, her brain is not fully developed yet. She's young. She's making choices. Um, yeah. We come to find out this is the house owned by seven diamond miners. <laughs> uh, humble humble uh humble housing for seven diamond seven full diamond miners you know now i don't know about you but the seven dwarfs as a child i thought had some sort of magical abilities i thought there was some sort of magic involved with the seven dwarfs you know um and uh there isn't i have to tell you they're just um seven men who are shorter in stature and, you know, uh, live together. Where, it, let me ask, let me ask you this, Disney Company. Where is this backstory film? You know, is it too, is it too much for us all to know? Like, if we're doing Cruella, if we're doing Maleficent, if we're doing all these, like, backstory. I know those are villains, but, like, can I get a, can I get a Seven Dwarfs? You know, a young Seven Dwarfs vehicle on Disney Plus, you know, where... If over the course of six episodes, we find out how these men became friends. Did they go to college together? Did they take mining classes? How are they all, are they all related? Are they brothers? Are these seven brothers? You know, is this film really uh, Snow White and seven brothers who live in the woods? You know, maybe we don't want to focus on their height so much. I have questions. I have many questions about the seven dwarves. And, uh their origin now i will say they're pretty they're pretty stand-up guys because they um uh, allowed this uh child who just broke into their home to stay with them and just um um you know rent free rent free and for pies and actually she's like i make delicious pies and they're like well great cool okay great you know what in exchange for baking us pies you can live with us now, Dopey was the one that I was most familiar with, and I have I have to tell you, Dopey is also creepy. Dopey is they should have sleepy, happy, grumpy, creepy, sneezy, bashful doc. It should have been because he is uh, uh, asking for too many kisses. He's a little he's a, he himself is a little enamored, and I'm gonna. How old is? Do I always imagine that Dopey was also you know. Uh, very young himself, but I think that they're all in their 60s. I think Dopey also is in his 60s. So, um, you know, just yeah, a lot of hard realities are what we're looking at in the Snow, Snow White film. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a ride. It's a wild, a wild ride. Now, I will say that my favorite part 
of the film Snow White is when the queen transforms herself into um, her uh, her hag, the hag version of herself. Uh, she changes her voice and she, you know, shrinks herself and gives herself a much different appearance, a much sort of classic witch, sort of classic scary, spooky Halloween time witchy sort of look. And she's poisoning the apple. And of course she's like, well, you know, like, oh, what's the, let's look at the fine print. Mm, love's first kiss. That'll never happen. Ha ha ha, you know. Uh, but, you know, I have news for it because there is, you know, what kind of love are we talking about here? You know, let's go to Frozen. Let's reference Frozen, uh, uh, which I also watch. Um, um, I'm just, I'm on a binge. I'm on a binge. I'm plowing through them all. Um, I've got seven, seven older gentlemen who quite care for her. So like, you know, like, just this we could break it like that we could we didn't even have to we didn't even have to bring in the creepy 31 year old prince we could have just like one of our you know surrogate parents in the woods could have kissed her on the cheek and woken her right up but you know that's for that's for the filmmakers in 1930 38 you know like they're all dead i have nowhere to complain to um or give my rewrites you know i've got some notes for the film you know that just came out uh, 90 years ago. <sighs> okay, so, but that, that's not even my favorite part. That's not even my favorite part. This is, you know, a show where I rant and ramble. Um, and I'm about to get to the point. My favorite part, the joke of the show, the whole film to me, was when she's... Now, there are apparently canals, spooky canals, that run underneath the castle because the queen has climbed down some sort of stairs and she's found herself in what appears to be the basement of the castle where there is a boat waiting with a canal and this is also where we keep prisoners now there is the setup is that there's a skeleton laying down bare of all flesh with one arm sticking out through the bars reaching for a jug and uh she's walking by and she turns back and she says you thirsty and she kicks the jug to the skeleton and who's who's died reaching for it hoping for one drop and she laughs she cackles she cackles and i cackled i was <laughs> tickled tickled by that little little nugget of joke i just I rewound it and I watched it again. She also gives, the voice actress gives an incredible reading of that line. You'll have to just, you'll have to look it up. It really is, really was uh, some, some tip top, tip top work. Um, so she gets into the boat. From here, from here, it's all, you know the rest. She gets into the boat, she goes into the woods. She, the animals, I think the animals are on to her because they, I think they alert the seven dwarves who apparently speak bird and they're running back because they know the evil queen is out to get Snow White and she gives her the apple. 
the birds try to, the deer, somebody tries to knock it away, you know, they're, they're swarming her. Snow White is still like, you know what, even though these animals are all attacking this woman who's offering me an apple, I'm, uh, you know, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> I'm going to take a bite. I'm going to take a bite. <sighs> on the floor, we see a hand. We, we focus on the floor and we see a hand come into frame and let the apple go and it rolls away. Dead. Or, you know, close to dead. Dead, dead plus. Undead. Snow White is undead at this point. So, the queen gets away. She runs away. But, you know, what I thought was fun is that she um, presumably dies immediately after this because she's chased by the dwarfs and the animals. I think, or one or the other, or both, up a mountain and lightning strikes a rock. Spoiler alert, lightning strikes the edge of the cliff that she's standing on, and she falls into a gorge, a great distance, I don't know, but, you know, we are to assume she's dead, but... <clears throat> I don't think there's ever been a Snow White 2 like released straight to DVD in like the early 2000s, but I'm here to, I'm here, I'm calling for it, okay? I'm calling for it. More evil queen. Snow White, her, her, uh, her, her, her creepy, age-inappropriate, older boyfriend, uh, the seven door, well, you know, I want the seven, the Snow White and the Prince Charming, who needs them? I'm saying I want Seven Dwarfs backstory and I want Evil Queen after the fall still alive assumed dead you know those are the stories that I'm looking for from the Snow White franchise <laughs> that never was there is no Snow White franchise so yeah and then you know the rest she's She's dead, but she's not decaying. So they put her in a glass box, a coffin in the woods, and they just hold vigil. They're very sad over her, the animals and, and, the, and the miners. Um, the seven brothers, perhaps, miners? Are there six, are, there, are we talking that, are there three couples? Are the seven dwarfs three couples and then Dopey left out on his own? Think about that, think about that. Sneezy and happy, a couple? Sleepy and grumpy, a couple. Bashful and Doc, a couple. And then creepy old Dopey over there. So. Yeah, then you know what happens. A 31-year-old man finds her in the woods and kisses her and she awakens. And I suppose she's queen now. Um, because she's the, she's the heir to the throne. And is his, are their kingdoms merged also? Let's, let's talk about that. Let's find out about that. Hmm? 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 Something, something to find out. Snow White too. The Island of Lost Dreams. Um, so that's my Snow White review. Really, you know, it's all about the queen. It's all about the queen. Do I give, did I like Snow White? I, I don't think I need to watch it again for another 30 years. Maybe I'll, 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 We'll circle back here again someday and see what I think about it. But and if I wanted to go to sleep real easy, I'd put it on. That's when I would put it on because it's just, it's got that 
the charm of an animated film from 90 years ago that is um, just snoozy, you know, just perfectly snoozy. Uh, the first full-length animated film, yes, yes. I mean, uh, let's say American, because who knows? Um, I think it is. I think it is. I think that's the first full-length animated film. Not just in America, but everywhere. Let's look it up while we're Googling. First full-length animated movie. Snow White and the Seven Men Who Work in the Mines. That's the film. Well, well, that was great. Hey, Rebecca, you doing okay? Rebecca is flourishing. I don't know if, I, don't, I think I was gonna brew when last we spoke, but I did. I brewed and uh, she's in. She's in. I'll tell you, first, first things first, she um, sank right to the bottom this time. She, she's been on vacation. She's been in cryo. She sank. Didn't you, Rebecca? Didn't you? Yeah, she did. But I'll have you know, she is sort of floating in the middle like it's a science experiment now and she is doing great i cannot wait just just about two more weeks and i'll have some delicious kombucha it's like you know what it's a long wait but you're worth it rebecca yes you are yes you are yes you are yes you are she is she is so you know all the other appliances are doing well pamela denise anderson Yes, Errol. Errol's off right now because of the noise. You know, I'm trying it. My refrigerator, you can probably hear right now because it is grumbling. I don't know what to. Sully, is that your name, refrigerator? You big, you big oaf, grumbling, Sully. Um. So yeah, what else? What else? What else? Well, you know, um, before. We talk about the next film. I'd like to say that I have, you know, I've had some, I, you know, I just got a little kink in my back recently. It's no big deal. It's fine. It's just, you know, one of those things that happens to me sometimes. A chronic pain person reached for a shampoo bottle. You're laid out for, you're laid out for a week. Um, so I did something which I've never done before. And I applied Icy Hot. Not sponsored. I don't know if it worked or not, <laughs> but yowza, uh, burn. Usually I put on a tiger bomb, like a CBD sort of thing, you know, I use a, a mentholated uh, all natural hippie rub. I've never gone for the hard stuff in, a, in an icy hot roll on stick. And um, I guess it, did offer some relief, but before it offered relief, it offered an unsettling amount of tingling and burning. Um, and then when I took a shower later, it felt like uh, the water was ripping my skin open. So, something to consider. <laughs> if you're experiencing pain and you want to reach for the icy hot, you know, um, I'd go for an anti-inflammatory and an all-natural CBD sort of uh, 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 mentholated bomb before before I went for the hard stuff. Yowza. Yowza. Yowza is all I can have to say. That would be, if I were doing an ad campaign for Icy Hot, um, 
it would be people applying it and then looking at the camera like a startled cat and then saying yowza because that was my experience um yeah so i have another film did i watch more i know i watched more films but i only watch i only wrote down these two because they were to me the most um i did watch a film last night where mina suvari played a mother um and she had a daughter and the mother had a new boyfriend and there's something strange about the new boyfriend and it's on netflix and it's called what lies below and um it's science fiction and it's a classic tale it's a classic classic tale very b movie you might enjoy it if you enjoy uh how do i not spoil this okay i've i've gotten i've got the um I've got the official sort of synopsis when you Google it that it says as a preview. And it says, a socially awkward 16-year-old meets her mother's fiancé, a man whose charm, intelligent, intelligence, and beauty seems too perfect to be human. Okay, they're kind of... They're kind of giving it to you right there. And I want you to know that the initial release of this film was February 11th, 2021 in Russia. So, like... uh um, I guess it came out in 2020, release date 2020, December 4th, 2020 in USA. Well, what's true anymore on the internet? You know, like where, how, let's get the facts straight here. Directed by someone I've never heard of. And then the only, the, it got one star on IMDb and it said, the person said, Jameson1382 said, one star, mind blown is the title. And it said, I can honestly say I would rather take a Razor scooter to the shin than ever watch this movie again. <laughs> you know, I... I was frustrated at times, but I kind of enjoyed it. You know, it's a, it's an American film. Well, why did why was it released in why was the big release in Russia according to the immediate Google things? I'm not going to look it up. We're not going further with this mystery, but you know, it was okay. It was okay. If you it's expect expect nothing, and you might be pleasantly surprised. And you're going to also say, you know, Mina Mina Suvari's selling selling this. And uh, here's the thing also, is that when you look at the cast, there's like four people in this film. One, two, three. Okay, there's seven people in the cast. Cast. Okay, pharmacy guy, he was in. Okay, so that's true. Who is this guy? Ten. I, maybe I was looking at my phone. I don't remember two of these actors ever being in this film. It's pretty much three people the entire time. And then for two seconds, there's two other actors. The actor, one of the main actors doesn't even have his photo up on IMDb. Trey Tucker. So. Um, Robert, what did Robert Ebert say? About what lies below on robertebert.com. Okay, let's just scroll down. Is it, can, are you going to give me a nice synopsis at the end, Robert Eater, Ebert? Uh, he didn't like it. He thought the end was good, but he... 
didn't necessarily like it. Okay, well, we're going to end. We're going to end that portion of the show because <laughs> there's a film that I did watch and enjoy very much so, which I also had low expectations for, but ended up being uh, a thrill ride, a fabulous thrill ride, and that is the new Mortal Kombat film. Yes! 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 Now, um, in a stark contrast from Snow White, this film was rated R and should possibly be rated um, NC-17 because this was the... This, this, no, well, I'll say for violence because this film featured violence so graphic that the ghost of like uh, 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 conservative mothers from the 80s uh, rose from the ground wailing about, you know, recalling this film. It was like, it was to me the dream of everything that it was said that like 80s action films were, but they like weren't really, you know? The opening scene is beautiful, stunning, okay? And then after that we get, I'm gonna not spoil this for you, but like after that we do a, we do a time jump and it's very Masters of the Universe, the film, if you've ever seen that film. It's like we're in one land, you know? We're immersed and then all of a sudden, present day, you know? earth regular so there's that that like boots off the campiness to begin with now from there on i in i was not my familiarity with mortal kombat is um pretending to play it in james way in the exit of small department stores or in pizza huts, but never being given the money to play it because it was too violent and we don't have time and get away from that, you know, like that kind of thing. So I would go up to like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and move the joystick around and pretend and look at the art on the box and look at the art of the uh, video game animation, but I've never actually played the game i very much confuse the characters from street fighter and mortal kombat all the time because i just was not allowed to be a fan so um hmm what do we say here now i've i'll say going into this it's a can't be good time you know and if you like action high stakes action with a little supernatural and um and and you are not afraid of blood and gore and you enjoy special effects this have i got a movie for you mortal kombat 2021 okay um I, everyone first of all everyone is extremely handsome all of the fighters are charismatic and gorgeous um and uh, the costuming is also quite good. The CGI is quite good. I, the big takeaway from this film, since it's current, I'm not going to uh, go too far into the plot line because you should just enjoy it. You should just go for the ride. Don't listen to me. I'm, 
you know, uh, just rambling here. But I, I, the, the, the sentence that I can say to you to set this up for you, that I don't think personally is a spoiler, but gives you a good idea about this film, is that I've never watched something where this many people were, have been impaled through the head. I'm not saying who. I'm not saying when. I'm not saying why. But on multiple occasions in this film, straight through the head. Okay? Straight. That's, and that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. You know, we're ripping off limbs. We're doing also finished them. They did. They did. They finished it. So, I highly recommend it. I heard McKenney's put it on. Just put it on now. They're, they've already watched it, I bet. But it's time. Put it on. Um, you'll enjoy it. Um, it's on HBO Max. It's on HBO. Just, you know, get a login. Go on and see it. You don't even have to go to the movie theater. Um, I didn't. I sure didn't. I sure didn't. I'm not ready for that. <sighs> Anything else? Anything else? That's really all I have to say. Mortal Kombat. Was that... Uh, was that... Uh, too little... Sub-Zero... Gorgeous... Amazing... Spectacular villain. Okay? Uh, f fabulous. It, uh, that's the only name I can remember. And I learned it just now. He's the biggest star of the franchise, I think. But I just learned... It. I'm just becoming familiar now with my Mortal Kombat characters. And I... Loved it. Um... So let me let me look at my let me look at my papers. That's all I've gotten written down for this week. That's that's all that's all I've got. You know, hey, hey, would you like to get vaccinated? Go do it. Go do it. That's what I have to say to you. If you feel like getting vaccinated, getting this vote COVID vaccine, highly recommend. Ten out of ten would recommend. I got my second dose. And I'll tell you, I just felt like I had really bad allergies for exactly 24 hours. And then I felt fine. And then I felt fine. Um, you know, just massage your little arm, drink a lot of water, get some nice snacks for yourself, get in the bed and enjoy, relax, you know? You just you feel like you get a little head cold maybe. That was my experience, okay? Do whatever's right for you, you know? But I highly recommend, I think that... Uh, I think it'd be really nice. I think you might have fun, you know? Um, so, yeah. And, you know, keep wearing your mask in large crowds and stuff. And, oh, there's a cat outside my window right now. Hi, cat. It's Window Cat. Window Cat came for the show. Hi. Hi. Ooh. Oh, oh my God. I can almost see their name. I can almost see their name. Come back. Come back. I'm going to go to the other window. Hold on. I'm going to go look. There's the one cat here. His name is delicate way to respond. I need a treat, you know? I need a treat. But that cat, I've never noticed longer hair, this cat, so I don't really see the see the name tag often, but I did this time see a little bell and a name tag. And I, that, I'm going to find out that cat's name for you is what I'm going to do. I just call them window cat because they come right up to the window quite often. Just like that. Wasn't that fun? Um, hey, if you enjoy this show, if you enjoyed this podcast, 
um, maybe you want to go ahead and uh, go to anchor.fm slash Linda James slash support and pledge a monthly contribution. You can do $5, $10. You can even do $1 a month to support this show. I'm doing two shows a month, maybe more if I feel like it, but I'm going to do two for absolutely sure. This is an every other week deal. You know why? I don't have very much to talk about, so... I've got to watch movies and get something, you know? Um, but I would greatly appreciate it. They just raised my rent, $150 a month. <laughs> yes, they did, during a pandemic. They said, um, we, you know, as you know, they sent a letter saying, it's very, it costs a lot of money to run this building. And so we are going to give you the pleasure of paying for your water, sewer, garbage pickup and everything else. And we're, we're pricing it at $150 a month for everyone in this building. So if you'd like to support now, would be a great time. <laughs> you can also Venmo me at the Linda James. Yes, T-H-E-L-I-N-D-A-J-A-M-E-S. That's just, you know, tips are welcome. But, you know, the option is available to also not pay a thing. This is free. This is free. If you don't have it, don't pay it, you know. Um, and before you support me, please support mutual aids um, or uh, local charities that need it. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. You've been great. You've been a great audience, everyone. Our royalty-free music today has been by BioUnit and a song called Ariel. Not like the Little Mermaid, like uh, like like a like an like a performer in the sky. Yes, an aerial acrobatics performer. Um, yeah, great. Thanks for listening. You're all wonderful. Olive juice, olive juice, olive juice.